RadioInfluence.com. Welcome to a new episode of the You're Not Wrong podcast. My name's Elizabeth. Oh my God. Wow. Holy shit. I forgot what you were. Well, we did just do another one of these. I didn't forget what we were. I forgot. (laughs) I forgot how this goes. So let's try this again. Okay. Welcome to a new episode of the You're Not Wrong podcast, a podcast where Gen X and Millennial talk about culture back then, culture right now, and mostly agree to disagree. My name is Elizabeth. I'm the Millennial. I'm Nicole, and I'm the Gen Hey. Hi, and I'm not allowed to ask Nicole how she's doing. Um, So today, I'm going to ask Nicole, what was your favorite subject in school? Hmm. Mm, Good one. I think my favorite subject in school was history. Okay. I do enjoy history. I mean, I am, you know... I, I'm I'm a former journalist. People, I don't know if people know that or not. And I think I'm, you've made that abundantly I'm, clear. I'm, have I? I've not talked about that very much. We had Stephanie on. You guys talked for like oh, half an hour about how you worked in the newsroom together. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> yeah. Okay. They may not have heard that episode. I think they probably Well, have. anyway, I consider myself to still be a writer to some degree. And so, so I just say that to say like English writing very much enjoy, but history was one of those top subjects that I always was fascinated by and continue to be. I really like history a lot, still to this day. So, what about you? Um, I I also enjoyed history a lot, but I was more into, like, specific parts of it. Time periods. So, like, generally, as a concept, I wouldn't say it was always my favorite. Okay. Because, like, sometimes we'd go over stuff, or we'd have, like, a semester that's just on one thing that I'm like, I don't you ain't feeling care. It. Yeah. Like, no offense, but the Civil War is very you know, boring to me. That. Mm-hmm. Look, yeah. It we needed to do what we needed to do. <laughs> we got in there, we did the job. Yeah. Shit didn't happen like it was supposed to. Yeah. Well, you know, I hear you. There's I certain periods that I'm very know. interested like, in more so than yeah, others. Yeah, but do. like the French Revolution. I don't really care about the Revolutionary War. That's the one I don't really. Uh, <sighs> I think what happens before it is more interesting than what happens during. I think so too. And I think the French Revolution's super interesting. You like that one? Yes. Okay. Um, and actually, uh, like European history in general, I'm very interested in okay. just because so much of it affects us. For sure. For like sure. Prior to America, yes, European what history. What was going on? Yeah. It's like yeah. super interesting. The Protestant Reformation, I think, is just like. <laughs> you were very interested in that. Oh, yeah. Because when a guy tells you that he needs to start a new religion because he saw the devil while he was taking a shit we need to talk about that more I mean, I think and we don't all religions start we don't talk about that enough okay i am an evangelist for telling people that martin luther got the idea mm-hmm. to break off from the catholic yes. church while sitting on the toilet and i just think that that's super important well i i would i would think there's a lot of weird stories behind how certain there religions are. started there are they get even weirder than that i know oh i know <laughs> i know trust me you're talking to burning doc- bushes documentary and all kind of stuff, hey you know hey <laughs> i don't have a problem kind, with burning bushes though stuff. i think that <laughs> sitting on the toilet is more unrealistic i'd rather burn a book like you can smoke that you can he was taking a shit okay anyway <laughs> i hear you yeah you like the protestant will, reformation but if i had to pick like my favorite class yes that i enjoyed the most i really liked photography mm, okay i didn't think we were getting into the but i didn't like know. taking pictures 
So what you just like looking at all the pictures other people took? What? No, I liked developing the photos. That is, I'm exactly the opposite. You like taking the photos? Oh, when I was in, I took photography in college and I had a good, I have a good eye. I love taking pictures, but my pictures would not come out great because I do not have the patience for the dark room. Oh, I love the dark room. I hated that place. Oh. I was like, I can't do this. I'm over it. Was it was my favorite place. Like I would go, if I didn't have anything to you do. You go sit in there and read a book. No, what? You can't read it. It's dark. I would go in there and I would develop photos. And if sometimes, like if someone was like, I can't, like they also yes, couldn't develop I, the photo, I would right? let someone else do mine. I would be like, I'll do them for you. Oh, yes. We would have been a great team. Yeah, we are. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Huh. We're vibing. But yeah, because I just like, and then they'd be like, oh, I want this effect or something. Yeah, and I'd be like, yeah. I got you. Like, I know how to do it. Mm. And I find it, I know people do crazy things and stuff with like, uh, Photoshop and that's an art in of itself yeah, like online it and is. everything but there's just something so fun about like putting it in and that watching solution. it develop yeah, taking it out up. the chemicals hanging it up being in the dark like it's just, you love it I really did I loved it so much interesting I never knew that about and you, you had to zoom in you know like mm-hmm. to quote unquote zoom in yeah you were like it was just you took the negative and I, it was so much fun I remember that I loved did it. not enjoy if that was a job that I could do and actually like live a life I would do that <laughs> <laughs> but and actually feed yourself uh, well, these days. no one I don't think I don't even know if dark they're, rooms they're, exist they anymore they do but it's probably for like fancy people yeah it's 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 a niche yeah it's this niche. was like in a this was the only way you could get your film this was well your, your no pictures. i was older this or i'm sorry this was I'm, oh you I'm were younger during, oh so there this okay, was in high well, school yeah, okay, yeah so we had digital photos yeah this no was we just didn't like, have that this was just like an like some og teacher was like we need to teach you guys the old way to do this i like it and they happen to still have the dark room so like why not why not use it yeah I wonder if their schools are doing that. I'm gonna I, look into that. I doubt it, but it would be cool. It I is really cool. It teaches you some things. It I took it on patience. a whim. Like I've always had this. I've it's always been a personality trait to like learn these like random ass skills or mm-hmm. just like do something mm-hmm. just to try it. Mm-hmm. And I ended up really loving it. Interesting. Learn something new about you. Yeah. It's funny that you asked that question because um, clear. Like right now, I am literally having a hard time thinking about anything else except the fact that my kid is back. To go back to school. Is this your Gen X file? This is my Gen X file. Today we're going to talk about back to school, but more like kids and how millennials feel about <laughs> people with kids. All right. Let's do it. Um, so, yeah, I always uh, play you, oh, your music in my oh, head. Oh, you play, I, I play, play your, your music you. in my head. <laughs> you do when you do a millennial yeah. moment? Um, no, you play your music. I don't play any music for a millennial moment. I play your music for my thing. It's very, I think I because I'm leading it, I'm like already like thinking about what I'm going to say next. Yeah, it's very strange. But I for you, I think music. like, yeah, anyway, sorry. Um, so do you know? When the first day of school is here in Florida um, or in this Tampa area? If I remember correctly, mm-hmm. it's always randomly in the middle of the week, which is super inconvenient that for is everyone very involved. Weird about here. I do and not understand. And it's usually like the third week of August. So August 18th would be my guess. That is wrong. Okay. It's actually August 9th. 
or the 10th, depending on what county you live in. That's soon. It is very soon. So I have a a middle schooler and, um, you know, we're just like in the process of like resurrecting his brain and like (laughs) making him get up before two o'clock and, you know, remembering how to read and write and, you know, go (laughs) on the computer and stuff like that. Like they literally lose it all and you have to bring it back. They're so interesting to me because I was doing those things. You were not. You in didn't let summer. your brain rot. Girl, no. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I'm weird. Like, yeah, we yeah. Know you, that about you, me. You're an anomaly. Um, I mean, he, I'm exaggerating a little bit. He's been reading. He's been reading. But we have he forced to, him to because he wanted to. He's a reader. Okay, I don't cool. have to force him to read. But we did force him to read this summer and do book reports on what he was reading just <laughs> to keep his hand able to move on the paper with a pencil. Oh, geez. So, yeah, like we, we're just we're in the back to school vibe right now. And I'm very I'm like very happy. Like this is the thing that happens when you send your kid back to school. You the whole the whole summer you're like oh my god I'm ready for this kid to go back to school oh I'm ready for this kid back to school and then like two months into school you're like oh crap they have homework they need <laughs> stuff they're asking me questions I got to be responsible you know you got to put money on their lunch account all then 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 that whole thing starts and then you start this whole cycle again of oh, I'm ready for school to be over oh I can't wait for school to be over and then you just start the whole thing for like. 12 years which is really annoying yeah but you always make child rearing sound so wonderful i know (laughs) i have a penchant for that don't i no i keep it real which is the this is the thing more people should tell people the realities of stuff than the fantasy sure and i think that that's that whole thing stops here i'm gonna tell you the real okay okay but anyway that's not what this is about um I wanted to chat a little bit about, so we're in back to school and I was talking with you about it and you were kind of like, I don't even think about it. I really don't. You don't think about it at all. Not at all. Not even remotely. That's interesting to me. It's, it's, I mean, I, I, I believe I was that way at one I'm sure time. you were. I don't remember. <laughs> I'm sure Isn't you that are. bad? I don't And remember. one day, Nicole, if, if you're lucky, you'll be there again. I'll go there again? <laughs> yeah. I will? For sure. I won't be so tied into back to school. Yeah, and my parents stuff. are already like that. I they mean, don't remember anything. I, I, I won't say they don't remember anything, but they are like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Kids oh, are, you know, whatever. Blah, blah. Kids are a thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anyway, it's funny because like I do work with, you know, I used to work with you and I do still work with people who don't have kids. And a lot of them <laughs> are millennials. Although I would say when we worked together, it was very... uh more parents it was not that is a myth there were more people at our workplace without children because the people with children used to talk about it i was gonna say you know what then that's how fucking loud you guys were (laughs) that it felt like i was overwhelmed by the amount of parenting around me because i legitimately like i i believe you i do but i legitimately thought more people had kids than not yeah, like I, I believe you because you're you still uh, have a connection yeah, to that place that yeah, I don't. Yeah. So like I'm gonna it's take true. I'll take your authority if you on think this. About it, but even if you think about it, I won't do the math right now. Yeah, have time. But like, okay, there were more people. Y'all just wouldn't children. shut the fuck up out about the kids. Then. I I hear you loud because and clear, like, and that's why I wanted to have this discussion. No, because I legitimately thought <laughs> that's crazy. You thought there were more people with kids than without. Even right now, you think there are people with more kids. While you don't even I believe, work there. right? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> while I believe you, part of my brain is still like, really though. No? <laughs> like, 
for real. You know what? It's rest really messed up. But I, I'm gonna I am going to hear you because I wanna understand sure. how to properly talk about children and kids stuff to people who don't have kids, which is largely millennials. So we know that most millennials are not having children. You do know that, right? Um, yeah, we talked about it we've before. We've talked about it and before. And it's something that I think we'll, we might even at some point. Go in a little bit deeper yeah, with. Yeah, sure. Just a couple stats. I was I was thinking, you know, anecdotally, everybody keeps saying millennials aren't having children. But I was like, is that really true? Because millennials are kind of old. And I was like thinking, by now, surely they're having children. But they aren't. Um, a, a Center for Disease Control and Prevention report last year found that the U.S. birth rate had fell by 4% from 2019 to 2020. And that's actually like the sharpest single year decline in almost 50 years. I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. It, so it's it's a big deal. And then also it's the lowest number of births from year to year since 1979 when I was born. I'm sorry. What were years for these again? So between two. So the birth rate fell by 4% from 2019 to 2020. Not okay. even during the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was, tra- right. I was trying this to remember. Is, like, was this, this is pandemic the, time? This is before the pandemic. And so, and that meant, that was the sharpest single year decline of birth rates in almost 50 years. And it was the lowest number of births since 1979. Mm. So we are literally not having children as a country. Right. I think there's a lot to that. I agree. And with the, yeah, I, I'm like, so I well, want to, but no, I can't. No, no. I can't. Like, totally. I mean, so birth rates and infertility have been declining. So some of it's fertility. Um, today, people well, fertility have, because we wait longer, right? We do wait longer, yeah. right? So people are waiting longer. Today, people of childbearing age, many of whom are millennials, are delaying having children or not having them at all. Um, a lot of the reasons why they say they're not is because women have more opportunities. So, you know, this has kind of been going on. I mean, this is this is a thing that gets more and more every year. Except no, I actually don't know about now. I but think it's complicated. Women by f- women largely are not. They are out earning men to some degree. They have more opportunity. They have more um, societally. They are not shunned as bad if they don't have children. So they are not having them. Also, it's really expensive. I mean, to me, that's probably one of the biggest reasons why people aren't having children. Aside from just like not wanting to do it, it's cost too much money. Mm-hmm. And we know right now everything's expensive. Especially right now. Especially right now. But even in 2019, I mean, daycare costs um, were between 9000 and $10,000 annually. I actually have a friend of mine who is my age and has a kid and we have talked Somewhat about her daycare. Oh, and child care. You're okay with her talking about it? Well, yeah, it's different. I know the kid. I enjoy him. He's very cute okay. and lovable. All right. So uh, then that makes it okay. Shout out to Asher, my little boy. He's so the beautiful, but the daycare costs. We were just talking about it. Yeah, because I mean, expensive. we're we're also former coworkers and now turned friends. Okay. As you can see, I'm creating an army, <laughs> and um, like so, yeah. I mean, part of that. Part of the work equation for her is her kid. I know. So it's something that we talk about. Yeah, I know. It, it, it can be a deterrent. I mean, when my kid was in daycare, it was over $200 a week. So this is my thing, Nicole. Not yeah. Sorry, not to cut you off. Uh-huh. But as you were talking about this, like, I just think to myself, like, for me, I, I have been in serious relationships. Okay. And my argument to my former partner mm-hmm. was that I wanted to have kids near my family. 
Okay. For multiple reasons. Right. One of them being that like I grew up near my family mm-hmm. and I feel like it really helped. Okay. Right. We talked about like bullying last episode. I mean, I think having like family love you is actually like an extended <laughs> family as well. Probably okay, helped. I think the extended family yeah, is what you're talking about. Yeah. Cause it's not just about. my, yeah, yeah. That yeah. is what I'm talking about okay. here specifically. Like yeah. it's not just my mom and dad. I have right. cousins and cause you live near, you live at home. Grandparents and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, cause in I'm your hometown in my hometown. Yes. And so which most people don't. Well, so I, and the other part of it, it's kind of like a luxury these days as part, as well as, you know, just family values that I have. I also, and also my culture that I want to keep strong. I don't want to raise mm-hmm. necessarily just American kids. Mm-hmm. They're going to be American, but I want them to have some flavor. Right. Mm-hmm. Also though, was cost. I because mean, I, t- I've, I've just made the example of like my parents, my father's fully retired. Yeah. My mother will retire. Yeah. So, like hopefully soon. Yeah. When I have kids, they're going over there. <laughs> Take them. I mean, that sounds good in theory. Like, yeah, I, 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 we also have a good relationship. So no, like, there's it's, that. it's not just that. I respect what you're saying, and that's true. But at a certain point, a kid needs to go be around other kids. Oh no, no, yeah, and I, and I you fully understand pay, that. Even then, yeah, and I, and I do understand that. But all I'm saying is that, like, I do think that having your family close by makes the cost less. Yeah, because like maybe. For the first few years, yeah, it's sure. not daycare. And maybe then it's like, it's a VPK program. You know what I'm saying? Like things like that. Yeah, that's a great, I mean, that is a noble effort and to achieve. And we don't all have that opportunity. I'm just saying like when you have someone who lives in like Seattle and their family's in Florida. Yeah. And they don't have that like support system. Or they maybe just don't think they may, or their they parent might just be too old. Sure. And then they have to like get daycare and then daycare is like, private school tuition basically two rents on a month yeah then it's like yeah why would i have a kid (laughs) that's what these people are saying yeah um other people like climate change was one of the reasons (laughs) Uh, elizabeth everyone's not like you that's narcissistic in my opinion climate change that's really uncertain about how the world is gonna go the environment is increasingly shaped by global warming and they're concerned i don't want to downplay anyone's concern over anything Hmm. But if you think that you personally have that much an effect on the environment. No, that's not what they're saying. They're saying they don't want to bring their kid into a world that has climate change. Okay. I thought they meant like having another kid was going to like that was over the tipping point. God damn it. Sharon, if you just hadn't had that that one one diaper. Yeah. Put us into like ice age. I see what you're saying. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So and, and also just in generally the world, the way it is, I actually know someone who has said like, I don't, I'm not going to bring a kid into this world. <laughs> okay. That's their reason. They don't like the world. And I actually kind of can respect that. I, I can, I can certainly see and respect that perspective, regardless of whether or not I think it's like a good reason. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Cause I think you can, I just don't know that that's like the, that's a reason to not, I have, mean, there's you been know? that reason for the, since the beginning of that's time. That's what I'm saying. Like I the would, world has always kind of sucked. It has. So and like, it will continue to. You either never want be a kid time. or you don't. Right. You can eat like all of these at the end of the day, I feel like are kind of like privileged responses in a sense. Because Other than like, the, the cost. No, because even the cost, like people have been having kids and not, and like having tough economic for since the dawn of time i know and we just have the choice to do that or not and i'm not trying to take that choice away yeah but what i'm saying is it's really kind of in my eyes it's really down to like do you want the kid yes or no 
if you want a kid, then the obstacles, people have been getting over those obstacles since the dawn of time. Hmm. You will get over them some way or another. Yeah. It might be hard. It's not going to be pretty, honey. No, it's not. <laughs> but do you want, that's what I'm saying. Like, how bad do you want it? I don't think, I think it's actually a good thing that people are able to weigh those. Yeah. Those things in order to make a decision instead of just here's another baby. I'm just my my <laughs> argument with them be like you just you don't want kids. I think people can want children and also make a decision that this is not the best thing to do. That that those two things definitely can exist. Sure, yeah, sure. You know what I mean? Like, or that they're saying, "I do really want this kid, but it's gonna be hard." Like, but you're like, "I really want this kid, but like, I don't know the ozone layer." Like, I don't know, like that one. I'm like, "Come on, y'all! Like, just have the fucking kid I if mean, you want the kid." Like, I mean, again, this these are all I think questions that come into play the older you get and sure. the more established you get in your life okay then you're like okay i have time to ask all these questions yeah i feel like you know traditionally people got married they had the kid or they didn't get married they just had the kid by mistake and they just kept it pushing and for transparency i go back and forth i go back and forth but for me it's always a question of like do i want a kid you know what well, I'm first saying? First of all, that's the first question you should right. be asking. But that, if you don't want it, then it's no need to even have this discussion. Well, but yeah, that's exactly my point, I guess. Is that like if I was like, yeah, I really want a kid, but like I don't know, man, Ukraine's really popping off right now. Like <laughs> <laughs> what? Like you know what I'm saying? So the question for me is just do I yes or no? And one? I can't even really answer that. I go back and forth. I'm also not in a committed relationship. And I can You're say You're also twenty what? Seven? I'm twenty eight. Yeah, I mean, you, I can, you probably don't want a kid right But now. I will say that, like, that's one of those things for me. I don't want a kid bad enough to have it by myself. Mm. Because some women yeah, yeah. do. Some women, yeah, and that could change. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Like, th- that's the thing. Like, Some I, women do, though, and they're like, I, I'm going to do I, it. I know. It, 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 I used to not think that was a thing. It is a thing. But it really is. It really is. It really is. So that's why I'm saying if it's between this, then it's like, no, I really don't want to keep that bad. Like, and I think that's okay. It is. Yes. So let's, let me ask you this. I wanted to kind of go into, because I really want to, again, you know, I'm having this discussion because I work with a lot of millennials. Sure. I have a kid. He's going back to school. Uh-huh. I talk about my kid. I will go Not on, that much, though. I was about to say, I will go on record, and I feel pretty confident about this, that I'm not just like leading with mom all the time no that is a part of my personality sure yes but i don't think i lead with the mom stuff all the time no or Uh, we would not be friends okay because like i well i mean personally i don't really like personally i don't like (laughs) when people make any part anything their personality the predominant like, thing but some people are just moms so, or just wives or 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 because let's not just make this about kids okay some people are also just dog moms oh or boy. just whatever, oh whatever. You, know what, you know what i'm saying so i don't Ooh, like now that one wears me out i don't like when people make one thing their personality i know like you're a more intricate person please be interesting i mean there are some people who literally any conversation Bro. goes back to the dog and le- it's like oh i had um did pe- uh, the peaches at Publix? they're really good right now 
I know. I gave um, oh, Fluffy. No. <laughs> I made her a compote with the. Th- yeah, I know. My dog. We did this with the dog about the peaches. Everything. Did you see Elvis' new movie? <sighs> you know. I did and I came home and I started playing the soundtrack and my dog was like so (laughs) into it. Everything is like somehow leading back to the dog. But people do that with kids too. And and I will say you're looking at someone who will talk about her roommate. Yes. But hopefully. Not overly. I was going to say I think most people don't even know that I necessarily have him in the house. Mm -mm. And people have come to my house and been surprised that you have because my roommate will pop out of a curtain or something by the way people (laughs) don't know what she's talking about here i don't even refer to him as my cat he (laughs) will pop out of like a curtain or under a couch or something and just dash across the floor right and they go what the fuck was that black (laughs) mass that just ran upstairs i'm like oh yeah i have a cat and they're like you have a cat it's funny that you call him your roommate and not your son uh, because I did not birth him. Okay, thank you. <laughs> anyway, we're not going to go down that road right no, we now. Won't. I we wanted won't. to read you a couple like tweets about like from this perspective of a person who does not have a kid and how they feel like the world is like making their plight less significant. And that, that is a hundred percent correct. Do you feel that? Let me. Well, before I go into it, do you feel like being child free, you're treated worse in society? worse i think is a not worse but do you feel like you're treated unfairly compared to a person with children at times all right at times so let me read this one as someone who's chosen not to have children i know firsthand that it can be hard for some people to understand my decision this choice has also this choice has also sometimes put me in positions where managers or co-workers assume that i'm going to be more available to work than others who have families and i know i'm not the only one so that sort of set off a chain reaction of other people chiming in about this topic um one of my favorite um therapists women online social media people is named uh, nidra tawab she tweeted i don't know who needs to hear this but being child free doesn't mean being more available you put a finger up for that one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because she's correct. Here's the thing. That, that, that. May I? Can I just say, as someone who used to be child free and somebody with a child now, I do think y'all have more time on your hands. Let me just say this. I know. Two things. All right. First of all, you don't know what's happening in someone's background. True. So you can assume that just because they don't have kids, and we kind of talked about this when we had Rain on, mm-hmm. like just because I don't have kids, you assume that I'm not dealing with my own shit or caretaking to someone else. Someone who else just is doesn't very valid. happen to be my child. That's very valid. So I think that, and just, and these are complex, these are at times more complex scenarios that people don't exactly want to just tell. And so mm. having a kid is all, well, I have a fucking kid. Let me tell everyone they did this really cute thing. Who cares? Right. Like you have a kid. Right. But if I'm dealing with like a sick parent or something else that's going on in my family that is not my child, I might not sit here and be like, yeah, my mom's in the hospital. Like, you don't like maybe it gets to that point or maybe if it's something that you're long term caretaking, you don't talk about. And I, and I think that they're. For better or for worse, that you have to respect that. And that's something that you don't always know what someone's dealing with. Yeah. And on top of that, I would say you can't have your cake and eat it too. You mm, can't what do you say mean by that. You can't say, like, mom's in the workplace, hoo rah rah, 
and then lean on all the people that are moms to do things on the hours that you need to be with your kid. Now, mm. I'm not saying that. I, I, what I'm saying is there needs to be just some sort of recognition that this does happen. Okay. Because what's not fair is for someone to be hoorah, rah, I'm a mother, hear me roar, and I respect that. Mm-hmm, you should do that. Mm-hmm. And I respect that you have kids and that you need more time for your kids and all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear about it, but I respect it. <laughs> I respect it. But it can't then be that I have to pick up slack on off times because you're with your kid and we're still completely equal on the same level field. I don't get anything. You know what I'm saying? That's interesting that you say that. Um, you be- can't have both. You can't have both. Wow. Um, I, it's interesting that you say that because I did look into um, how being having a kid versus being <clears throat> child free shows up in the workplace. And of course it does. And it does. And I And I don't know that I ever really thought about it a lot until I worked until I did have a child and I worked with people who didn't, which is the the job that we used to work together. Like I think before in my previous positions, I was either child free or there was a couple of times where everybody had kids like young, like babies basically, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So there was that whole thing about that, which is like very demanding. They're getting sick. Like, right. All this stuff is happening. And then to now have a kid that's a little bit older and kind of a little bit more independent. And then to be in a workplace with people without kids, some things did come up and babies and babies. Some things did come up that I was like, Oh wow, that's kind of true. So I looked, I looked it up and there was, there's this, um, there is this uh, group, uh, SHRM. There's like, they're like a think yeah. tank. You, are you familiar sure. with yeah. SHRM? So they did a study on, um, you know, being child-free versus having they're children in the workplace. They're a human resource uh, outlet, by the way. Yeah. Sorry. H-R- I just said yes. SHRM. Yeah, I figured. Yeah, okay. Well, in, HR ca- in, in case people don't know, they're okay. an HR outlet. There you go. <laughs> um, and so they were asking um, a group of over 900 um, employees um, to show how parent versus child free uh, people are treated in the workplace. They surveyed them, like what were their thoughts on things? And so I kind of wanted to get your feedback a little bit, a little bit on this. Um, have you ever noticed that child free workers were treated unfairly because they didn't have children? Yes. 72% said yes. Mm-hmm. Have you ever noticed that workers were treated unfairly because they have children? Unfairly in a positive way. Yes. <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> So you don't think there's ever a time where a person with a kid can be treated unfairly in a work environment? I do think that it happens. I have not seen it personally, nor. And I also think that we are definitely talking about it more. Okay. And that brings more light to the issue of like not treating people like shit just because they're on maternity leave. Or, or, that's what I mean. Yeah. That's what I mean. But I don't I've never seen that happen. I mean, but but surely you would you would think that a person who doesn't have a child, a woman in a workplace, let's just go with women who don't have children are more attractive in certain ways, especially when it comes to moving up the ladder. And being able to show and prove their value because they don't have to leave at 
four o'clock. They don't that's have to a cho- take But off. that's not but, that's not unfair. That's a choice you made to have a kid. But and now I ha- or maybe not a choice. I don't want to say a choice. But, well, no, it's no, it's not. But that. let's say like if I have more time to go home and write a thesis about why I should get a promotion. Mm-hmm. That's not unfair. Well, not necessarily go home, but because at the same, sorry, mm -hmm. I just want to make the point because at the same time, if you have to leave early to take your kid to the doctor and I stay Mm -hmm. and do the work that someone needs to do Mm -hmm. and I get rewarded for being there for that, Mm -hmm. is that necessarily unfair? I don't think think so. could, Could potentially be. I, if the I, if the person I mean because now we're getting into discrimination to some degree, but I don't. It's very complicated because you can't reward someone for not being there, and you can't not reward someone for being there. You know what I'm saying? I just think that as quickly as you were to say that people with children are treated unfairly. They are. The reverse could be said that people with children do not have just, the same opportunity. I just don't. I, and I'm being and that could honest. Be said, that could be said for someone who has to leave because they have a medical condition, who has to leave because they are caretaking people. I'm being honest. I have seen you, more people get promoted in the last five years or get jobs in higher managerial positions who all have children, whether they're men or women, okay. and who take off time Mm-hmm. To be with those children for doctor's appointments or school recitals or what have you. So I'm not saying that your argument's invalid. I'm just saying, like, in my personal experience, I don't see people being not rewarded. I see people still being promoted okay, and still being hired as like managers and higher up. And then they come on and they're like, I'm so glad that we have (laughs) like all this i'm so glad people are cool with me having a kid and like taking all this time off and i'm like yeah I, you know what i should fucking have a kid maybe i could get some more time off I, I think it also depends on the culture because there are certainly environments sure i came from one that was not having Absolutely. a child friendly it's the reason why i'm not, no longer <clears throat> working in the media Right. Like hardcore and, media, and because that in, that is not a place where you are welcomed having a child. Well, and People you know without what? children are way more celebrated in that situation. And and I think it's interesting because you're actually also talking about um, kind of like the difference between a more female dominated space versus a male dominated space. Because I don't even know if it's down to male and female anymore, Elizabeth. I I'm think just it's saying down to like when I when types. I when I look at the people leading because now we work in media but not in news media we work right. in media right um for companies um when i look at the bosses mm-hmm. yeah yeah they're women they're mo- they're all women and a lot of them if not all of them but a lot of them don't I, have I, children a lot of them don't have children the immediate supervisory some do. I was going to say, I will give you 50-50. Okay. okay. 50-50. But I think even being a woman will, will be, be different. More, will yeah. be different. Yeah, it and is so, different. And so I think that that's a thing. And like I said, we're talking about these things now. Yeah. And we have more, I think, um, awareness that what you're talking about does happen. And so have I personally seen it in now just the time that... Because remember, I'm a millennial. Yeah, true. So we're, we're talking about different times that yeah. I've been working here. Yeah, I've no, seen it kind of I change. have not seen anyone be treated unfairly because they have a kid. 
Okay, that's interesting because not I would, that I can recall I at think, all. I would think, and again, I really do think it comes down to the environment and the industry to some degree. I would agree with yeah. that. Sure, if you're um, a car salesman and you've got to, you know, you're probably going to be treated worse <laughs> if you've got to take your kid to daycare. I was thinking more like if you're or like, a lawyer, or I don't yeah, know, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, like I'm sure there's indi- we're t- we can only talk about our experiences. Exactly. Um. All right. So it's it's okay. Let me sorry. Let me go back. Yeah. Unfair, just, unfair. Yeah, Those I just two. had one. I had like a couple other ones. Um, at your workplace, which group of people is more likely to get a pay raise? Hmm. Um, I guess I would say, I guess it doesn't matter. <laughs> I guess I would say it doesn't what? matter. It doesn't matter? No. Huh. Interesting. It's 50-50. Yeah. It doesn't 50, matter. 50. Yeah. So which is it doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Um at your workplace, which group of people are more likely to be promoted? We just talked about this. Yeah. And I mean, I, I would probably say in that case, 50-50, it doesn't matter. But at the same time, like just in personal experience, I have seen a lot of people with kids get promoted a lot. I would actually have to say in this study, it said people with children. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I'm gonna go on record as thinking a little bit more statistically about this okay a lot of people who have children are older more experienced <laughs> sure. I'm, I'm i'm not i'm really not standing up for people with kids i like, mean you clearly are I'm but not okay. really i'm just saying let's think about it statistically most people with children they are they they they're not hopefully they're not entry level because i don't think you need to be having a bunch of kids if you're entry level it depends on the industry and what you're doing yeah. and what what you work what kind of work you're doing so exactly. you really can't you know i think that majority of people with children may be a little bit more established in their career hopefully but anyway um well, these are people's feelings too so this is true this is true this is their feelings it's, it's feelings. not really documented. it's not really statistically valid yeah, anyway exactly. it's just emotions um oh this is like a really weird one it's okay to talk about children in the workplace yeah obviously yeah <laughs> it's okay to ask the child-free workers, why they don't have children. No. Yeah, I don't think that's appropriate at all. No, it's not appropriate. Yeah. So there's a lot of stats here. Um, You know, all employees should be treated equally when it comes to flexible working hours. And that's true. 92% say that is true, but it doesn't always happen. And that's also true. Yeah. Um, uh, Employers should have the same expectations for employees with children and child-free workers. Most people do agree with that as well. Mm -hmm. I... I actually do think that whether you have a kid or not, you should be doing the same amount of work. Well, and I, I in gut agree with you. Yeah. However, I think logically, even though I don't have a kid, Mm -hmm. I understand that that's not always possible. But I guess my thing is like, is what I said. And I'm trying to say this in the way that is like most not like callous as possible but just realistic okay right Mm -hmm. like i know if i have a kid it's going to affect my work yeah in a way yeah it's just realistic exactly i am the mother i'm in that case i'm going to more than likely have to deal with this shit Mm -hmm. a little bit the joy the joy not the (laughs) shit but the joy of a child Mm -hmm. more than his father will or her father and so i know that i am taking a a, I'm something is going to happen 
that will potentially affect aspects of my job. I'm not yeah. saying that that should ever affect anyone's co complete career progression and all that. Okay. But let's be honest here. It does. It totally does. It's going. Well, I think, I mean, you can still have a very successful career and have kids. You can. But it is going to in some way affect you. Right. So for you to, not you in particular, but anyone to sit here and, and, and try to make it so that that is a non-issue like it's all parody. i think is bullshit only in the regard that there will be people who are childless in that same environment and so it's like if it was the same where i was my mom's like day in day out caretaker yeah i'm dealing with something that is going to affect my flexibility at work right and the only difference is it's not your kid. It's not my child. But I think that that happens. It does I mean, happen. there's people who are like, there's people who say they need to go because they have a sick cat. And people are taking days off for animals and, out and this I joint. Think, I think that to be quite honest with you. What do you think about that? I think that's a reaction to the kid thing. Really? Because it's like, fuck what I have to take, you know, if you've got a sick dog or a cat, I mean, I don't. My roommate never goes to the uh -huh. mm, okay. Don't come for me. Okay. But, um, or do at me. He's a house cat. What yeah, does he need? Whatever. Who whatever. Cares? Who gives a shit? Yeah. He costs me zero dollars. <laughs> I love him. but like, It's okay. Let's be realistic. <laughs> Again, if you can't tell, I'm about my money and about realistic <laughs> priorities here. But I think, because I have heard friends discuss, mm -hmm. like... So, oh man so-and-so is like out again mm -hmm. for this meeting that is her meeting okay. for some bullshit with her kids mm -hmm. my dog's got to go to the vet you know i'm just taking the afternoon so you think that people doing that is a reflection of people child caring i think it's a well if they're gonna be flexible in these cases be flexible with everything be flexible with me i think that's perfect i think that's fair i think it's fine i think it's fine but i think it's also you know like it's a little bit I don't think that when I was millennial aged, I was that pressed about the fact that Marlene in the office has to go home. It's it's like it's th when that's where well, let me finish. That's sorry, where sorry. I'm, I I'm like, y'all stop being petty like you one day may be a parent and that's it's so very like selfish and short-sighted in a way to me to say well they're always taking time off for their kid it's like you were once the child that your parent had to leave fucking work to come pick up so you have no sort of like moral care for it Sorry about the change in audio, everyone. We had to, uh, ironically, because life happens, we had to take a break and come back. So if it sounds a little bit different, that is why. But um, here to finish this off, this wonderful conversation about uh, why millennials suck. So Nicole, you were, you were yeah. finishing your thought just before we had to break. I'm always prepared to talk about that topic. Oh, I know. Um, <laughs> no, I just wanted to be, I, what I was saying was that, you know, one day millennials may actually be parents in the workplace with kids. I know that's a very foreign idea, but it could possibly happen to some of you. And it's kind of interesting to, it'll be interesting to see, you know, maybe if your mind changes a little bit about the flexibility that's needed in a workplace when you have a kid.
See, and I think it's that exact. But all in all, I, oh. I tend to agree with you that, yeah. No, no, go ahead. No, I mean, I think it's that exact argument, which is why we just need flexibility for everyone. Because at the end of the day, situations change for people, whether it's kids or something else. So if we want actual parity at work, if we don't want to have to have these conversations, regardless of it's something fun, like you're a mom, or if it's something shitty, like you earn shitty, just like tougher, like maybe caretaking to a parent or having to deal with your own medical issues. If we actually want to not have these things be a problem, then everyone needs to be flexible regardless of their situation. I don't know why it has to be like only these people get flexibility. If everyone gets flexibility, then it doesn't matter. I agree with you. <laughs> all of this, all of this bullshit. I, I'll, just say I, back I'll in. just say I agree with you for the most part there. I agree with you. We need I, flexibility, agnostic flexibility. That's it. That's all it is. And like, I, 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 I'm concerned that you're just agreeing because we had to take a break and come back, but I'm going to take it. Um, take what you can get here. <laughs> well, cause yeah, I mean like it just is what it is and everyone has problems and everyone like being a parent is not unique in that it, it's a life change, right? Like I'm about to start grad school. That's going to be a life change for me. I think it's having a that, kid is it's not, I'm not a kid saying is way more unique than that. that That's just what, my opinion. Well, actually, I would say that a lot more people have kids than have master's degrees. But <laughs> so you think but, it's harder? <laughs> I don't. I didn't say harder. I just said everyone has unique situations <laughs> that affect their life and thereby affect their work. Um, like I said, other people are caretakers. There's all kinds of things that we choose or don't choose in our life that affect our work. The thing is too, this idea that we have to be constantly like just fucking killing ourselves is also kind of outdated because we know there are studies that have shown that the way that technology has paced our work processes, mm -hmm. we have not, we have not kept up. So it's like, we're doing more work in like two days of the week that people were doing in a week. So it's like, let's, let's be flexible. Let's understand that like the email that you think you need to send out at nine o'clock doesn't need to be done. And if you want to do more work or you want to go the extra mile, then that's cool. Regardless of you're a parent or not a parent or a caretaker or not a caretaker. Yeah. Whatever house, yeah. You know? Cause like, most of the time, most of the time moms, I'm not going to say most of the time, but a lot of the times moms can tend to overcompensate in the workplace right. for the fact that they do have to take off sometimes. Um, that's a, that's a real thing. It's a guilt thing. Um, I, I imagine if like everyone just took off every now and then because of something in their life, we wouldn't. I think people should do that. I yeah. think people should do that in general. I feel like I'm way, I take off way more time now for my own, on my own volition than I did when I had a baby. Like I would only take off when I needed to. I felt very guilty about taking off, but now my son is older and, and I'm not taking off as much for him. Um, but I'm taking off for myself. And I think more people need to do that. Um, so yeah, maybe that's the answer. That's the answer. And that's why it's like, I think that's why it's important to separate like the parenting aspect. Cause also like we can talk about millennials, 
for all we want. But there's also old grown people who are older than millennials who can't have kids or choose not to have kids. Oh, for and sure. Like, it's yeah. not, it's just the parent, like, I, I thought this was more going to be a conversation about like back to school photos and how annoying that is it, when you're it, on your Instagram I, we feed. We got to it because we, we got into like, the serious stuff. You, I wasn't you asking, it, like, do you get annoyed you, with all the back to school pics? Yeah. And somehow I, we got into like labor debate. Right. You came in, like you texted me like, let's talk about how parents are annoying. I'm like, yes. And then we're like, okay, but what do you think about the, we got the division the of labor in the we office? The like, okay. We got to the hard stuff, man. I don't know. I mean, long story short, I think that there is sort of a side eye of parents in the workplace. Uh, and I it, it, it bristles me a little bit because, you know, it's... Cause you're a parent. Just, yeah. Cause I am a parent and, and, and I'm not like an overzealous, crazy parent either. It's just like, I'm just regular and I have to take off some time to go to parent teacher conference. And I'm like, you know, yeah, it's yeah, before raising a, a, a person, a human being, sure, it's sure. a thing. And, but for and every person time. like you, there's like eight other people who, who don't have abuse the situation or might, you know, overly be that parent in the office. I've been at places where I've had the fortune to be at places that are flexible regardless of you. They don't care. They're like, we don't know. We don't need to know what it is. Just take Mm -hmm. your time and Mm -hmm. do what you need to do. Um, And in those places, I never begrudge any of the parents when they have to, you know, tour a daycare or, take a kid to a doctor's appointment. Cause I'm like, yeah, okay. But I took off the afternoon to like do whatever I needed to do. Um, but I've also worked at places and this has been a big experience where you could feel the change and you could see even work assignments coming down where it's like, Oh, well, so-and-so we put you on the 12 hour shift first because, uh, you know, this person has a kid and whatever. Yeah, that's not like, cool. Damn, but you always got to put me on the 12 hour shift. Yeah, like that's, that's not, cool. not cool. I don't want to yeah. like, and that's that exact scenario is what people get upset about. Okay. And I think that's fair. And that's I know fair. that you have to feed your kid, but like, why do I always have, and especially when they're not being compensated for that in a different way. It's not to right. say that like parents shouldn't be compensated and rewarded But if you're in a place that's like not equal in that regard, then it's like, okay, well then why, why am I getting paid the same as someone who never has to work the 12 hour shift? Like that's bullshit. You know, I should go overtime or something. Yeah. I see the point. That's it. That's all it is. Okay. Well, um, People don't post a lot of back to school pics. Millennials don't like (laughs) it. We literally didn't even talk about that. We didn't even talk about that. Don't make them work your 12 hour shifts. Um, Don't, this is all I'm going to say. Okay. This is going to be my final thought. Okay. Okay. Actually two final thoughts. One, flexibility is parity, right? Everyone should have a flexible work environment. Yes. Without having to feel like they need to have a child. I shouldn't be having to have a discussion with my gay best friend about whether or not we're going to have a child so that we can get time off work. That's crazy. Like if I'm having that discussion, which I have had, then we need to really be rethinking what we're doing. You need a different job. Right. Line. Well, yeah, yeah. But then, I mean, that place is going to still do that. And two, just don't make anything 
whether it's being a parent or a daughter or whatever, a, a fan of the show Friends or mm-hmm. whatever your thing is, just don't make that your whole personality in the office, please. Please, dear God, like give me something to work with. You know, like the amount of people, Nicole, and I think this is me growing older. The amount of people that I meet, where I'm like, you had all this time. You have you had, had all forty you had years. Couple, yeah, you and you couldn't come up with a personality. No, no, liking friends is not a personality. It's one thing. Being a mom is not. I mean. Yes, it's a big part of your life. It's hard to not be all, it's hard to, to there, you know, it's hard for that not to be your personality. It takes effort. You do it. (laughs) But it's, but it takes effort. It's not. But you're just different. I mean, no, I just work at it. Like it would be very easy to literally just be a mom. It's easier. Because it is, it it can be all encompassing, but you have to make an effort to like do something else that's worth talking about than the child that you bore. And I don't mean, and I make a, I I, I think that's important to me. Some people don't care about it. They're like, this is what I'm doing right now. And this is the most important thing. And you're going to hear about it. But to me, that's like, so like, you clearly don't care about connecting with me then. Cause I know working with you, even when we didn't really know each other well, which is hard to imagine at this point, I would walk, I would sit at your desk and talk to you and we would talk about other things. And then you would mention your kid, like mm-hmm. oh, he's in this thing for summer cl- camp mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I don't mind now having that conversation. Cause it's like, what is he doing? What, mm-hmm. what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. But we've already talked about other things. <laughs> it's not like, Oh, my son did this and then he ate this and then he he's in this coding class. And now he's making balloon animals. And I'm like, I don't give a shit about your son. Like, I, don't I, don't know him. I don't either. That's why I'm like that. <laughs> <laughs> I but really you know don't. What? It actually made me more interested in him that you didn't talk about him. Yeah, I don't, I don't, he, he's okay, but he doesn't need to leave. He doesn't need to be the primary <laughs> conversation topic all the time about Because now I'm like, who is this kid? Why yeah, don't I don't know anything about him? He's, he's all right. He's a regular little guy. But he's, yeah, but see, I personally don't like people who do that either. Like none of my mom friends are like that. We, we're like, yeah, the kid is at home. Let's talk about these martinis or whatever we're doing. You know what I mean? We're not yeah. just like focused solely on the kid. It's like um, when you have a girlfriend or like like a, a friend of yours and she's now suddenly got a new man in her life and all she wants to do is talk about that. Yes. And like maybe you're single and you're like, I just don't care. Or you're you're in a relationship and the person just wants to talk about all their like endless hookups and you're like, I don't want to hear this. I know. Let's be <laughs> multidimensional people. Please. That's all I ask. Okay. I can, I can, I can respect that. So do you uh, have a you're not wrong? Yeah. Let's get into it. Okay, let's do it. Okay, so for your my you're not wrong. I wanted mm-hmm. to I wanna think about something uh that I have an opinion on, even though I have no authority in the subject, <laughs> which is parenting. And <laughs> and because so, I thought it was on brand I knew for this, this episode. was gonna be parenting. I knew well it's on brand for this episode, and I think I understand that everyone has opinions prior to being a parent that inevitably change once they become a parent, if they Mm -hmm. do so. Right. Mm -hmm. So like I say this 10 years from now, 
you're you're going to bring this up and i'm going to tell you remember how i did a whole preamble about how i know that my opinion might change you're gonna say i don't remember <laughs> you, that. You, know gonna... what? you are you you are a piece of work i tell you <laughs> You're a piece of work. Am I wrong? You're a piece of work. You're doing this on purpose. I'm not. I'm not doing this on purpose. Go ahead, Fanny. We've had so many conversations where I'm like, I might change my mind on this, but this is how I feel right now. And then you go, remember? Remember when you said this? I might have. I said I could change my mind. I am always, I always believe that people can change their minds because new information comes up and you learn new things. Why would you want to just always be like, this is my mind. It's set up. It's set. And this is it. But anyway, I digress. Mm-hmm. You're not wrong. Listener is a segment where we tell you what you're not wrong about. Usually an unpopular opinion, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're, you're not wrong. If oh. you think kids need to be bored more. Oh, Okay, this is not revolutionary. I agree with this. Okay, I'm a lot. I don't know. I just feel like I remember. You know, we're talking about parenting, right? This episode. Yeah, yeah. And I know so many parents that it seems like their kid. I have a very busy social life. I do. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say that I don't. And I also have a very busy like life as far as like professionally, like career. Lot, yeah, yeah, I have like a lot going on generally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I swear to God, these kids put me to shame. Like they're very busy, Elizabeth. They're so fucking busy, and I'm like, why? Why are you? You know what my parents used to do with me? Take you to your grandmother's house and leave you, or just leave <laughs> me at home when they when I got old enough <laughs> that I didn't need to go anywhere. They just oh, left yeah. me at the house. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I'm very familiar with this. I am a Gen Xer, so I mean, I'm a latchkey kid through and through. It was a lot of alone time. Yes, and I have a lot of friends that now that are like either becoming new parents or considering parenthood, mm-hmm. um, and they talk about you know I want to move to a place with kids in the neighborhood or this or that. Bro, yeah. I didn't have. There was no one in my neighborhood <laughs> that you could play with. No, it was me and my brother. We had a mascot in the neighborhood. We called her Crack Lady because she was legitimately on crack and would come mm-hmm. and like pick up. Don't we gave her stuff from our house? Mm-hmm. Not, that, not that that matters, but that was basically the only. <laughs> that was only, your only other. It was friends. her. We had this guy that we we used to call the house the Sanford and Son house. Yes, junkyard uh-huh. in their house, and then we had like a neighbor a few doors down that he was nice, and he he always wore army fatigues, even though I'm pretty sure he was not in the army, <laughs> and a wife beater. <laughs> And then we had a girl who trained greyhounds, but she was like 40. So we just. <laughs> that sounds very like now, like something that people would do now. Yeah. In a gentrified we, neighborhood. Well, it is gentrified now. I know it is now. <laughs> she, yeah, she it was a pioneer. Like it became gentrified. She was one of the pioneers there. She was yeah. a pioneer. It was her yeah. and my parents. They were pioneers and everyone else was like an eclectic. The original. <laughs> yeah. Like, like sofa on the patio, which I don't uh-huh. trust. I do not trust porch patty or porch sofas. I don't like, I don't like anything upholstered on a porch. Absolutely not. Indoor furniture and belongs indoor and outdoor furniture belongs outdoor. I agree. You don't know what I'm talking about unless you know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. I'm just, I'm telling the listener. If you don't know, let's, you know, but yeah, I mean, I feel like kid, like all my friends are so concerned already about what their kids are going to get into. And I hear you guys like parents. 
Yeah, and you guys have all these things like I know. All these classes that you're constantly schlepping your kids to, and I'm like, I know. oh, let them just sit there. It's okay. The thing that you don't know yet, though, is that it really comes down to parent peer pressure. Really? That's what it is. I mean, I I, I am guilty of this, but I have now like let go of some of it because. I'm like, I can't plan your whole entire life. Like at some point you're going to be gone. I'm not going to be around. You need to like take the initiative to do stuff. But he's older. He can call his friends. He can make plans. He can tell us what he wants to be involved in. Although, you know, a lot of times kids don't and you still kind of have to say, well, you're going to do this, you know. So I, ha- I still do a little bit of it, but I don't overprogram him anymore. But it comes down to pressure. It's parents like saying when I was in that world, when I was in that mindset, it was other parents saying, what are you guys doing with him? Um, Oh, he's done. He's doing basketball. Oh, and it's like, and well, my son is doing, you know, bowling. He's taking French. He's going to archery (laughs) classes. He's learning how to salsa. I mean, it's like, and then you looking at your kid who's over here like eating (laughs) Play-Doh and you're worried. You're thinking he's not going to be able to cut it. And that is a real thing. It's like, it's not just with the over programming. It's like with school, you know, I have, I have some friends and I mean, I, I, totally do not begrudge them for this at all. They want their kids to go to the best school. Okay. They want their kids to go to the best school. And I, and it's, I respect it, but they will, we, we live in a pretty nice neighborhood. The schools in my neighborhood are good. That's the reason I moved here. If I didn't, if I didn't care about schools, I would not be living here. I'd be living somewhere cooler. So I live here because the schools are good. And so therefore my kid is going to go to the school they're zoned for. But I have friends who live in very nice neighborhoods who still push the envelope of where to send their kid to school. They don't think even the the school in the good neighborhood is good enough because they are of the mindset that they want the very best. And so then you get into these circles where you're like, yeah, my kid is just going to go up the street to the school that he he gets on the bus and he goes like I used to do. And I'm like, oh, oh, I heard there's fights at the school or there's this and there's that. And I'm like, yeah, and there's fights at Walmart and there's fights at the U.S. Capitol. And there's fight. If you're trying to guard your kid from seeing a fight, then you're in trouble, buddy, because as soon as they leave that school, they're going to see a fight. So I like to just, so I've had to readjust and sort of like give up some of that pressure, but that's what it boils down to. Parents are pressured to have their kid be the best because it's a competition. And, and that's, that's so, sad. That's sad to me. Because like, so as I much just, as you think you're, you're, you're going to let them be bored, which I do agree because that's how you build creativity. Yeah. And it, it, you make, and also like, I, this is how you get interesting people, right? Which comes back to my final point. This is why we're interesting people. because we yeah. used to be bored. I used to be bored <laughs> out of my mind. Bro, I was so bored. Like, this is why I read so much because I was just so bored. I like, used to read the encyclopedia. That's how oh bored I was. I would be at my great grandmother's house with nothing yeah. in the summer. And I was starting to read the encyclopedia. That's how bored <laughs> I used to be. That's no, serious. It's, it's bad out there, but... But you and I are relatively successful people, I would say. Like I would say, in the grand scheme of things. In the grand scheme of things, comparatively to everyone, we are probably very moderate success, right? Okay, yeah. We do well enough. 
we have well enough careers. Like we're not Elon Musk. We're not Mm-mm. Jeff Bezos. But we're not like in the soup kitchen line. Either. Yeah, we're not, not even the not mayor. this week anyway. Right. Yeah. But we're like doing just fine. Right. Yeah. And, and we were bored is, out of our minds. Right. So what I was going to say is we were bored out of our minds. And also like, I did not go to all these classes and camps and workshops <laughs> and things. And the, the funny part is I have friends who did and like, they're, they're not that great. They're no. about in the same spot as I am. Or they're t- asking me how I got to where I got. And I'm like, no, like, it just is, it's like, you can try your best and I totally respect it. But like, what are you building when you just build a little thing that goes from this thing to this thing to this thing? I would like my kids to, you know, do, do, do something, have at least one interest that they pursue. I think that would be great. I think it's important. Like my brother, I, do too. Sports. I played sports when I could and I <clears throat> played music because I wanted to, but like, other than that, I mean, you're just not wrong if you think that this is too much because it, I, I, as a non-parent, just an okay. outsider looking okay. objectively, because I can look objectively and I can say, huh, my friend who had to go to all the workshops and had private tutors and ended up going to an Ivy league school now has student debt for a, a degree they didn't finish because they had to leave because life was too difficult being away from home. This is not a judgment. It's just, these are just, it just is what it is. Yeah. I'm there's say, scenarios yeah. that happen. Right. I'm stating the actual scenario mm-hmm. and now, and, and they don't really know what they're going to do with their career. If they're even going to finish college or what they're going to do. And they're about my age. And then you have like me who <laughs> didn't do fucking shit. Didn't have cl- classes or camps. I went to a state college because it was free and I'm, and now I'm here and I'm not saying like, Oh wow, look at me. I'm just saying like, we both basically ended up in a, in the same place, in the same spot. (laughs) (laughs) You're so right. You're so right. But I literally just cannot explain to you why this happens until you become a parent and it it happens to you. And then you'll be like, Oh shit, I'm being that parent. And then you'll readjust and you'll remember this episode. (laughs) That's a really good point. And I think like, that's what I, that's why I said at the beginning, like, we'll see if I become a mom, like how I am. But I kind of, I remember having a conversation with uh, the same partner that I spoke about before we were talking about kids and saying like, I kind of, I want my kids to struggle a little bit. Like yeah. I want, I want them to have, and when I say that, I'm not saying I'm going to like not let not them feed them. Have, yeah. Like for fuck's sake, but I mean, you got to create some adversity yeah. in, a, in a kid's life that even if it's not natural, organic adversity, like living in the hood or like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. there's certain traumas that kids go through that builds them up. I mean, I'm serious. Like some, you, trauma sometimes does build you, but if you don't have that, you have to create a little bit of adversity in right. their life. Like you I, do. I know that like for me, even though we did live in a very um, eclectic neighborhood, Mm -hmm. the kind that gets urbanized (laughs) or Mm -hmm. gentrified later. Um, And my parents probably could have afforded to maybe, I don't know, but they probably could have afforded to send me to a different summer camp. It would have been a stretch probably financially, but they could have done it. There's people who do it. Right. They sent us to the boys and girls club across the street to build character for us. And I remember saying that to my partner and saying, like, I think that would be something I want to do where I would send them to a a place that has 
different people for them. Yeah, to they don't see with. all the time. Yeah, yeah. So that they, they know how to go into any situation and, and they know that there's some, that life doesn't always look the way my life looks. Right. Exactly. It, people have different situations. And I remember him being like, why would you ever wish that on your kids? Like that's borderline child abuse. And I was like, what? I was going to say, clearly we're not together. So yeah, that's <laughs> a big one. No, no, that's an ideology. That's a philosophy that's about a parenting. Big, yeah. I was like, I want my kids to struggle. I want them to be born. I, and again, I will feed them and water them and take them on walks and do Your all the kid is a dog in a plant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I want them to know, like, I want, I want to instill a little bit of like, let's let's toughen you up a little bit. Cause they I need to know how good it. they have it. Yeah. I can't have you thinking that everybody has like, you know, a salary work from home job. <laughs> right. I tell my son all the time, you'll be lucky if you, have a life like me and your father you'll be lucky it's if you true. get to work from home right that's not a given no it's not a given that is a that you know i, I don't want to sound lofty but like you'll be lucky if you get a career where you can be at home yeah and work and I mean, we, don't, we don't know what the future looks like for him right we don't we but don't. yeah i totally agree so like you know what you're not wrong build some adverse as as a child not the parent but as the child who went through a little bit of adversity, but always had like a safe place and always felt supported, but had some shit that I had to fucking deal with. Just build that in and make, okay. and don't worry about, don't worry about making them the best. Cause like the odds are, they're not going to be the best. That's the part. That's, that's the part I'm going to, they're not, they're not going to zip my lip on this. <laughs> no, they're not. My parents always told me, I remember I once took a placement test and I scored the highest in my class and in an effort, I guess, to make sure that I wasn't too arrogant. They humbled you. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, they did. No, they did. <laughs> who knows who I might've been had they not humbled me, frankly, because they're, they're basically like, they were like out there that can do better than you. They were like, Oh, you think you're smart? Like, yeah. no, there's always someone smarter than you. And I was like, it's true. Oh. And it's, but you need to know that it's true. It's and true. You, and you don't need to go to Dartmouth or Princeton or Stanford to end up with a degree in what, in maybe community. I'm going to pick on myself in communications <laughs> where you just do the same thing I do. And at least you know, when you start off the gate getting paid 40 grand, which is still a good salary, but when you start there and you, maybe you don't work, you don't get that far up. Like you didn't spend all your time at Harvard. Yeah. I agree with you. I agree with you on this one. Although I do, the the part that where it changes is that when you have that person, when you have that child, you do want the very best for them. You want the very, you want, you want them to go as high as they can go. That's, that's me personally. I want them them to be excellent. But again, I, I agree with this. You're not wrong. I do think people should let their kids suffer a little bit and also be bored, but it took me a little while to get there. And also like what I, I would just be happy if my kids do better than I do. I would be ecstatic, but that's fine. That's or a, even that's if they that, even do the same. If they these do days. the same, I'm okay. Exactly. And if they do better, then that's that's great. I don't mean I just you to don't be, want them to do worse. Right. But they but it could happen. <laughs> and then it's all your fault, mom. It is. It is. This is the part you don't understand. It is. 
That's why it's we not, are though. freaking taking them to freaking it's really, Mandarin classes. It's really not though. You can it's all, too much. You can only do the best you can. It's too much on me. Saying that so as an outside third party, and I'm I know I'll feel I know I will feel different when I'm a mom, but the logic is you can only do the best you can. If you don't beat them or like not feed them, you're probably doing all right. Uh-huh. Um, anyway. Mm-hmm. So, yes, that's my un- non-parent parenting expertise. Um, well, we'll save this for decade, <laughs> in a decade or yeah, so. Whenever. Me, yeah, you know, <laughs> if, 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 I have kids, if, if I have kids, if you, you don't have to. And if I don't have kids, I'm starting a TED Talk where I just give parenting advice. because A I, non-parent giving parenting advice. I feel like there are a lot of non-experts giving expert advice on things, and I feel like I could revitalize the market. I really, really hate that by the way that's a whole nother episode for a whole nother day but uh hey, good man. One. play the good game one. play the game good one we don't have a review Aww. um i think i don't know we don't have a review i'll just say that okay. we don't have a review this week and if you're listening to this our giveaway has ended however we are recording this prior to friday the 22nd and so we don't know who won so if you want to know who won, you still don't know. Weird because it's been a little while, but check out our Instagram at the Not Wrong Pod, and the winner will be up there, and we'll be announcing it on the show after this. Um, thank you so much for listening. If you want your review to be read out loud on the podcast, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. Give us five stars on Apple Podcasts and leave us your thoughts. Um, this one might be one where you want to do that. If you think we're just completely off base in parenting, me in particular, or Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I might get more, but that's cool. Yeah, please respond to this episode. I'm curious. Yeah, yeah. Then leave us your thoughts and we'll def- we always read them, but then we'll definitely read them on the show for everyone to hear. So thank you so much for listening. See you guys. <laughs>